We wish a very warm welcome to high school students who are visiting us on our campus today. We hope you have a wonderful time here at Bethany. If you have any questions while you're here, please feel free to ask any student, professor, or staff member. We'd be glad to answer questions and help you in any way. We pray that you have safe travel home again after your visit this weekend. God bless you all. Please now turn to page 191 in the front part of the hymn book. We'll begin our chapel service by singing hymn, Psalm 119, the first eight verses. I will sing the odd-numbered verses, and the congregation will sing the even-numbered verses, and then we will all sing the glory be to the Father at the bottom of the page. If you're not familiar with this kind of singing, um, you're welcome simply to listen and meditate on the words as well. Let us rise. lesson from Ephesians chapter 6. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Thanks be to God.
Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God, our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. We have two texts before us today, Psalm 119, the verses read, and also the Ephesians text from chapter 6. Psalm 119 is the longest of the 150 psalms. It's divided into 22 sections, one for each letter of the Hebrew alphabet. It would be as if each verse of this first section that we read started in English with the letter A, the next verses with the letter B, and so on. Each verse of this psalm contains a synonym for the word of God, something he says to us, word, law, way, testimony, commandment, judgment, precept, statute. This is how God communicates with us, through his word. We can't have perfect and immediate communication with God the way Adam and Eve did. He doesn't speak to us directly as he did to Abraham and Moses. And, but he does speak to us through the words of Abraham and Moses and Isaiah and David and Matthew and Paul and all the writings of the Old and New Testament. Those writings of the Old and New Testament are God's word for their time, for now, and forever. Psalm 119 reminds us to focus on these truths and these words of God. When you graduate from Bethany, on your diploma, you will find a Bible passage from this psalm. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Many times we are reminded in scripture, the word of the Lord endures forever. Jesus himself said, heaven and earth may pass away, but my word shall not pass away. We also learn that God's word is powerful and mighty. He used it to create the world. He said, he, said, he spoke, let there be light, and there was light. Another psalm simply says, he spoke and it was done. Jesus healed the sick, the deaf, the lame, and even raised the dead simply by speaking his powerful word. Be healed. Get up and walk. Lazarus, come forth. But even more powerfully, Jesus uses his word to forgive sins. Be of good cheer. Your sins are forgiven you. When we look at this psalm, we might be a little confused at first and even a little nervous and intimidated because it says, blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are those who keep his testimonies, who seek him with their whole heart. They also do no iniquity. They walk in his ways. When I read that, I don't see myself. Instead, I see where I am lacking and where I don't measure up because I do sin. I am not undefiled, but defiled by my sinful thoughts and words and actions. I do not always seek God with my whole heart. Often I am selfish and focus on myself. It's easy then to conclude, I'm just not good enough for God. I don't fit in this psalm. It's true that we aren't good enough for God, but we can't stop there. The Bible teaches us that even though we are unworthy and undeserving, 
God forgives our sins and makes us clean and pure through the life and death of Jesus, his own son, God's own son, our Savior. Jesus lived a life without sin and then paid the penalty for our sins through his death on the cross. The psalm describes Jesus who is undefiled, who does not sin, who keeps God's commandments. But when we are baptized and when we hear the word of God, that Holy Spirit comes and covers us with Jesus' sinlessness, with Jesus' righteousness, and therefore the psalm now also describes you and me as Christians, as believers, as brothers and sisters of Christ, as children of God. The psalm describes us the way God sees us through faith in Christ. Now, in God's eyes, through faith, we are undefiled. We walk in his ways. We do no sin. We keep his commandments. We seek him with our whole heart. Even though we are sinners, God forgives our sins and sees us as saints, holy through the blood of Christ. And that is why we treasure these holy scriptures, why we meditate on the word of God, why we trust and believe in all that God says through his apostles and prophets. Some people might think that we're rather silly for reading this old book and thinking that it applies to our lives today. They might say, that's so out of date. How can those old ideas give you any instruction or encouragement for today? We're living in the 21st century. Come on. But God's word, God does not change, and God's word does not change. It applies to us today in as much as it did to Adam and Eve, to Abraham, Moses, David, and Isaiah. The Holy Spirit comes with that word and gives us faith and salvation through the blood of Jesus, which cleanses us from all sin. That word of God is still powerful as it was in creation. It is our defense against all our enemies, sin, death, Satan, the sinful world around us, and our sinful self. Satan will tempt us with all kinds of sin, but we learn from Jesus to use the weapon of God's word to ward off his attacks. When Satan tempted Jesus in the wilderness, three times Jesus defeated him simply by quoting and citing Holy Scripture and saying, it is written. This is what God says. When we are tempted to be greedy, to be hateful, to steal, or whatever else, the word of God is our defense, and we can say, no, Jesus has washed me clean of those sins. Why would I want to do that again? Get away from me, Satan. And this is our encouragement in the text printed from Ephesians, putting on the whole armor of God so that we may be able to withstand the wiles of the devil. The whole armor of God. This chapter from Ephesians goes on to describe that as the breastplate of righteousness that covers us like armor, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, it says. The word of God is a sword. Jesus' righteousness is our protective armor. Faith in Christ is our shield that puts out the fiery darts, the fiery arrows of Satan. 
His arrows are fiery. They're incendiary. They burn us and burden us with guilt and fear and anger. The devil will use anything he can to turn us away from God. He will tempt us to fear or pride, to arrogance or terror, to anger or hatred, to apathy and laziness, to guilt and shame. But we remember God is our creator. We belong to him. He knows all about us. He knows all our sins, all our failings. But in Christ, he forgives all your sins. We know that from the word of God. It is his sure and true promise. We can have faith and confidence in forgiveness and salvation when we use and hear the words and truths of Holy Scripture. When we say, Lord, have mercy on me. Forgive me all my sins. I believe in Jesus, who was crucified, died, and rose again for my salvation. This is the power and comfort of God's holy word. It is the lamp to our feet, the light to our path. It leads us to eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Savior. God grant this saving faith to each of us. Amen. Let us rise and pray together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory for and ever. Peace of God, which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen.